Welcome to the Chiropractic Assistance for Life podcast with Dr. Lance and Lori Morgan, where you get the strategies and tools to build the team of your dreams. Hello, Lori. Hello, Dr. Lance. How are you? I'm fantastic. How's the hoof? Oh, yay, way better. Even my son said the other day, Mom, you're like walking normal. Oh, good. <laughs> I didn't really see you walk because yeah, you were so here, totally here when I got yeah, here. So. 14 months. An animal. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I'm just shifting. Animals are okay. We don't have any yeah, animals. Yeah, yeah, we don't. All really, everybody's good. Good. So, yeah. Good. So, we're going to have fun today, and everybody's really making a lot of those positive comments about that ping pong thing we did when we oh, kind of just went back and forth nice. and talked about things and um, getting great feedback on the on the Facebook about that. I always post good. our podcast on my Facebook page and things so everybody can know where to find that. Can so, I tell you a secret? Yeah. Got rid of my Facebook. You did? Deleted it. Oh, well, that's so probably if you, good. if you think I unfriended you or, or you're like, I can't find him. <laughs> well, or, I follow he, you on did, Twitter because you do the morning motivation. I, I, but you know, did, he, did he block me or anything? Um, no. I, I wouldn't know because there's so many people. You know, uh, it's, it, it was one of those things where, you know, when you start stop hitting your head with a mallet that it feels good? Yeah. That's kind of really what it was. Yeah. I got to a point... So the evolution of Facebook to me is very funny. So I was too old for MySpace, then Facebook came, <laughs> and I fought Facebook forever. Right. I just said, I'm not getting one. It's it's yeah. stupid. And so my when I wrote my first book, the publisher's like, yeah, you got to get on there and self-hype it and this and that. And it, So anyway, so I did. And we used to go to lunch, me, or not lunch, dinner, me and a bunch of friends every Wednesday night, usually to this place called Nishiki's, the local um Sushi place, not here anymore, too bad. It was, it was great. We knew the manager, and that's what we did every Wednesday night. And I was off Thursdays at the time. There's, you know, chiropractors kind of do that. So, yeah. so I could kind of do, I could get a little loose if I wanted. You know, it was kind of a lot of fun. And we used to catch up. Well, all of a sudden, every time we met, all we talked about was on, on Facebook, you know? <laughs> and so I said, hey, there's this great chiropractic video. This guy, Maurice Jones Drew, he's running back for Jacksonville. And this video, he gets. Um, you know, adjusted on Mondays, and they're like, oh yeah, Doctor Bean put my partner at the time. Doctor Bean post posted it. We already saw it. Yeah, I'm like, what are we doing here? We don't need that. We don't need to catch up and do this. So then you kind of get into the feed, and you get to this yeah. thing where you're trying to add friends, and so you, then yeah. you're adding all these people because the friend number is all that matters. And then you know, yeah. So finally, I got to a point where you know I was posting some very clear stuff on COVID and the vaccine. Okay. Oh, you got uh, Facebook jail? Uh, no, not jail. Um, <laughs> it was a video by a guy named Jimmy Dore, who's actually a liberal guy. Who, who yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I'm pretty middle of the road, slightly leaning to the right. The three guys I actually listen to, all liberal. Joe Rogan, right. um, Jimmy Dore, and um, uh, the guy in the movie, um, he's, in, he's an English guy. Get him to the Russell Greek. Russell Brand. Yes. Yeah. He is. He's awesome. <laughs> he is the the most honest, yeah. straightforward dude, and he's a liberal yeah. guy that posts liberals out on the yeah. bullcrap. If you're liberal, my apologies. I don't apologies, care for him as an actor, but, uh, but I like him as a podcaster. He's basically, <laughs> he's basically given up acting for, you know what he's all about? It's yeah. just having us come together yeah. in harmony and, and enjoy life. And, yeah. and so anyway, I just posted a Jimmy Dore video that just basically said what I've been saying for, since day one of this thing. Everyone's getting covid the vaccine does not keep you from spreading COVID, and the vaccine doesn't keep you from getting COVID. That is now unequivocally a fact. Yeah. It's proof, this and that. And this guy who used to be a patient of mine, of all things, and somebody responded and he wrote, get the vaccine, you idiots. 
So he didn't watch the video. Yeah. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't an anti. I learned a long time ago not to put anything on there. The only reason I'm on there is because from my business groups. It, you know, it, I belong to a lot of chiropractic business get it. groups. You, and I like you it. unfortunately, like for business, yeah. it's fine. I've never gotten a patient from it. I've yeah. never got a coaching client from it. Right. I've never got a book sold from it. I've never got a real estate client <laughs> so from you it. Can, you can I just, shut it off. I with, finally was. I peace. don't read the feed. It doesn't do anything yeah. for me. And you know what's funny? After I did it, that's the day. Maybe Facebook sh- like shut down for hours. There was this weird thing. Like, did I do something? Did I hit the wrong button? So I'm out. I, of th- I shut down Facebook. So that, that's for a sec. Dr. Lance that, is no longer you on know Facebook. You know how important I we am. So, Wait, ten thousand followers just got deleted. So, so if I don't see your comment, please. Uh, yeah. If any of you out there were friends of mine, you think you were enemy. And um, I just saw no reason to be on it anymore. Yeah, I don't and, blame you. and now they're changing to the metaverse or whatever yeah. anyway. So I, I think yeah. it's going to change. So. Yeah. so anyway. So today we're going to just talk about asking yourself questions to develop yourself into an outstanding chiropractic assistant. Now, in this podcast, you're going to have to listen. You're going to have to pause. You're going to have to write. So um, if you have a pen and pad available now, great. If you haven't got that, put it on pause, go get one, because we really want you to start asking yourself certain things about yourself. I get that we spend a lot of time here working on developing you into the best CA possible, but we can talk and talk and talk, but if you start to ask and ask and ask, I think you'll get a better a better outcome. You're going to start asking yourselves what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what you're good at, what you're not good at. Why do you get along better with some teammates than other teammates? And and starting to develop yourself into this person that that can be well-rounded. So today's podcast is just asking, we're going to ask you questions. We'll talk about the questions, some of the questions a little bit, not every one of them. But you'll be able to kind of decide for yourself why you have become the person you are in the office. Some of you have become complacent. Some of you are just showing up every day. Some of you are brand new and you're so excited you can't even wait to you jog into the office from your car because you can't wait to serve today. Those of you who are becoming a little complacent and are maybe not, maybe questioning, you know, am I having fun every day? This is really going to help you because it's going to help you get into your mind space more or less about the why for you, not the why for the doctor, not the why for your other team, not the why for this, for the practice, not just your why, right? Okay. So um, different things we're going to talk about. The first one being abilities, right? And we all have certain things we're good at. So ask yourself, what is my greatest strength? What am I the best at here? Why does the doctor have me do this? Why does the doctor maybe not have me do these other things? So you want to realize that the strengths that you have, the things you're good at, are the things you're better at because you're more comfortable with those things. It goes into your personality style. I'm a people person. So the part about showing up for work in a positive attitude every day, that was super easy for me because all I want to do is be around people and make people smile and, you know, show them that they're in the right place at the right time at, at the time of their life. So that my greatest strength, I think, was my ability to be positive and to have a positive attitude. So you want to feed off of that. 
Another question would be, which of my skills are most valuable? And skills, what does that mean? I'm good at the computer. I'm great on the phone. I'm good at marketing. Maybe you are. Maybe you have a marketing background that your chiropractor is not even utilizing for of yours. That you, he doesn't even know you're good at marketing, or she doesn't even know. Maybe you should be the one updating the website. Maybe you should be the one doing the Facebook and the Instagram. Whatever that means to you, if you if you have if your skill is not being utilized. <laughs> Put it, question that. Why? Here's why I'm really good at this. Why aren't you utilizing me in this in these ways? And if you're young, um, something, you know, I have a cryotherapy center here in town. Um, they are doing crazy TikTok stuff. And it's, <laughs> I don't have TikTok. Don't look at it. Yeah, don't I don't know do either. It. So yeah. it's just it's like. Not, it's not my age demographic. It's little video. <laughs> right. So if you're young, let's say, and you're like, well, I don't even know what I could bring, but you know how to TikTok. I almost guarantee if your doctor's over 30, 32, she or he does not either. So um, that's a big one. Yeah. A huge one. And we get so many responses from it. Um, Not at the office, but at cryo. Um, Luckily at chiropractic, we've gotten to a point where we're just, we're all referral. We don't really... Yeah, we don't we really, do we that. don't do, we don't pay for any marketing at chiropractic yeah, right. anymore. Um, and, and I don't really think there's a need for that. <laughs> I mean, there's a little out, bit. Yeah, starting maybe. out. Yeah. So, but yeah, we've gotten lucky to the point. Let me ask you a question on ability. So this, when I used, when it was, I was doing a lot of um, coaching and, and when I say coaching, I wasn't, well, I was doing chiropractic coaching with, you know, first and second visit. But when I was doing um, personal development coaching, on the side and coaching lay people and, and um, speaking a lot. Um, there were always two schools of thought. I just want what you, I don't think either one is right or wrong. Do you take what you're good at and enhance it or take the things you're bad at and try to make them better? For example, we had a CA, she did therapy and stuff in the back, a lot of back office work, scanning, working with the patients, therapy, she was really good at it. She got to the front and she just hated it, wasn't good at it. Um, so my thought process was like, well, you should sit up there till you mm-hmm. get good at it. comfortable, right. Um, or no, this isn't your thing and we've got a strength for you in the back and we'll right. find somebody else. What would you um, – in, in most team, you don't get that option or you just stay in the back. I mean – I believe in cross training, and you know that that we hire somebody that's well rounded, and that's part of what I'm Correct. doing right now. Is first when I interview the chiropractor, I said, "What are you looking for?" Well, I just need someone to do therapy. Well, is that person ever going to answer phones? Well, of course. Well, then you don't just want someone right. to do therapy. So you want to develop them. And she did kind of all of that besides, right? right. Maybe just the billing because it component. doesn't work out when you come up there and go. <gasps> I don't want to get the phone. Oh, I'm nervous. I don't think I should answer it. Can you get it? And it just yeah. becomes a mess. So yes, you do want to develop your weaknesses, but you 
if you hire a well-rounded person, that's kind of better. But if you, so you're specific to saying, oh, I just want someone who does billing. I just want someone to do the yeah, back I, office. Yeah, I had inherited this that's person not, and, yeah. and she was great. She's a friend and yeah. she's moved on and, and she should have. She's, um, I, not. But it's good but to be cross-trained and to be comfortable with everything. So when you do list your strengths, you're thinking about your weaknesses as well, right? Yeah, right. Because we should always list those things anyway. Sure. And we take that weakness and we go, how are we going to make that better? How are we going to make that become a strength? I'm not a people person. I don't like people. Well, you shouldn't be hired in the first place. But if you are for whatever reason, then you got to start liking people. Right. You can't be in chiropractic. So, yes, it's totally – you're totally right. And we tend to we tend to latch onto the things we're good at, of course, because we're more confident in those. And then we tend to say, oh, can somebody else do this because I'm not that great at it. Right. And – you can just work through that. Just work through it. Okay. Um, what can you always count on me for? It's a great question. And this one's huge. What value do I bring? And I want you to really pause now, put it on pause, and really think about what value you bring. Value is different than strength. What we value is different than strength, right? Value is what we live our life around what our values are is what we base everything we do on right and so what what value as a chiropractic assistant do you bring to the office and that it's a good it's a good question and it's a thinker for a minute you need to stop and think about that okay okay so this is we've decided the abcs and so the b for me is is blind spots and this is one of the toughest spots of this because so a blind, everybody has a blind spot in their um, eyeball. It's where the nerves connect to the back of the eye. There's no rods or cones, and so you don't see anything there. We never notice it because our eye makes up taking the big picture and filling in that hole as weird as that sounds. So – we don't know that we have a blind spot in our eye. It's called a scotoma. Okay. And the problem with blind spots is we don't know what our blind spots are. <laughs> so that is why if somebody asked me the number reason to get like under coaching or to be evaluated, um, that would be it. Mm-hmm. To point out where your deficiencies are when i got in college uh, or not college but under coaching with coach ward you know he looked at my numbers and he could tell my new patient numbers were fine and they weren't staying the reason they weren't staying they weren't being educated they weren't being put on the plans because i didn't have the guts to put anybody on plans so and i gave we had options of plans mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. upon if they you know wanted just some pain relief or you know corrective care or, or whatever it's just just like going to a trainer i want to lose 10 pounds by my wedding or I want a lifestyle change. Well, one can be done in 30 days and one can't be done in 30 days. And so when I explain it like that, people really do, do get it. And so the only way you can find out what your blind spots are as a CA or really three ways, I would say one, ask the doctor. The problem is, I don't know if the doctor knows a lot of the time. Maybe a little bit. Maybe they tolerate it. Maybe they don't want to tell you because they don't want to rock the boat. 
you know? So that is one way. I, I, I think the doc may tell you, yeah, you just, sometimes you don't smile sometimes when you answer the phone or, you know, this or that. But I would say most doctors will probably just, because I know most doctors, no, you're great. And, you're, right, right, that. Right. and they probably are great. Right. Okay. So I guarantee if they got with you and you were with them for a day, you could pick it out right. in a minute. Or if they got into coaching and got in, into a system. Right. Um, that the system would eventually point that out, like, oh, we're not doing this, or we're not doing this, or, um, so I'm just really big on systems and sheets, and and so because a lot of times, the, you know, something I would do to the girls, I would bring, could you do this real quick, and then they would always be doing something else, and so we have a little sheet, we yeah. call it a control sheet. I just write it on there, and they look at it when they want, and when it's done, they highlight it. The next day in the morning, it ends up on my desk, and so those blind spots. Uh, it's funny that this one stumbled on me. I just, it's so important and it's so difficult because you're not going to be able to figure this one out on your own. Am right. I missing anything? Right. No. And it's just like, um, it's usually those things we don't recognize that hold us back. But we don't know what it is that's holding us back, right? So getting in your own way kind of sort of or or not, you know, maybe you, you're fallen short of certain things in the practice and the doctors keeps asking you why isn't this done why isn't this done well that's your one of your i don't like doing this thing so that would be you know that would be something that you would have to identify that that is a blind spot for you because you don't even think about it because you don't like it (laughs) so it doesn't even come up like when's the last time you did recall so i don't like recall so i have it right so anything like that you know you just have to again it's it's you don't know their blind spots because otherwise they wouldn't be a blind spot. And just be careful if you, if it's something you don't like to do. You know what I mean? We're in a gray area there. Some of these blind spots, you don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. Um, and then it sucks because no one likes to be called out on their bull crap. And so then, like, you know, it, it, we go to our protective place. Like, what? Well, what about you when you do that? <laughs> you know, so so when you're ready to go to blind spotville, you better blind spot. You, yeah, 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 that town. You don't yeah, even know where it town. is because you can't find it. But um, you better, you better just leave your ego at the door and yeah. just realize that it's done. You know, right. you know, with love and not just be know. accountable. Even if it's something you didn't even know you weren't doing right or wrong, just sure. be accountable to sure. it. Sure, sure. You know, take responsibility. That's an that's a hard, hard one. When when I first start coaching someone, or even when I hire for another office. I always have them do a personality profile because I need to see who they are. And we've talked about this before because I have certain doctors that are so strong-minded that I can't hire a driver for that doctor. They would hit, you know, bash heads. And and it's usually the person they really like because they're like them. Sure. You know, but then when it comes down to the I'm the boss, you're the employee thing, we have we run into this gray area that, you know, that's why I help to identify who you are. And you don't even sometimes when I go over those profiles with with these candidates, they said, oh, I have no idea I was like that. But now that you say so, I am. Right. Because you sure. just don't you just don't know. Sure. OK. Um, conditions. So what are in what setting or under what circumstances do I make the greatest contribution? OK. Um, good question. In what setting or under what circumstances do I make the greatest contributions? And that might be 
something like your leadership skills coming out. I love doing the team meeting. I love planning our events in our office. I love, you know, doing outside talks. So those kind of things are your, whatever your strengths are. If you're a people person or outgoing personality, then you have to identify those so that we can make the greatest contribution when it comes to things like that. What conditions have you observed yourself struggling with, right? So what does that mean? What Sometimes when I'm struggling, I don't even, I'm not even aware of it, correct? I mean, we don't even know we're struggling. We just aren't as good at that part as the rest of it. We might just, and then our doctor comes to us again and says, why, why, why? And you go, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Right. So identify where you struggle and everything that you're going to work on yourself this week or next week or for the whole month or what, however, however long you're going to take this podcast and listen to it over and over. You're going to have to take time to to make change. You're just going to have to answer these questions and have time to make change to develop yourself. Otherwise, it's just you're just hearing me talk, hearing us talk, right? You're not, you're not putting your head around it enough. Okay. So what am I good at performing when I'm working with others or am I better when I'm flying solo? (laughs) Good question. So if you're a single CA, then you should be good at flying solo. But if you're working in a practice where there's four or five, six other team members, you better be good at working with others. Because otherwise, you're you're going to stand out as the person who doesn't who doesn't fit in. Well, if you're somebody like me that it's just I do it better than anybody else. It and that's not <laughs> that, flying solo. And that, well, that's not accurate. You know what I mean? But sometimes, like I'll just do it because you right. know. I, and I don't know how to help somebody with that. You know what I mean? Like right. if that's if that's how you feel, where you're just like, ah, uh, they do it, then I've got to. Yeah. I got to fix their work. And and so better figure that out. Yeah, because it becomes something. And and Dr. Ward always talked to me about this. It's like, Lori, you got to learn how to delegate. You're not good at delegating. I said, no, I'm not good at delegating. I just get it done. I'd rather get it done. I agree with that. You get to a place where your piles is high and somebody else's is this big. And you're going, well, uh, maybe I should ask for help because that person's kind of twiddling their thumbs and reading magazines. <laughs> and I have right. a, a checklist of 4,000 things that I need to still be working. So it becomes a – becomes for me, it was time. I ran out of time. And then I felt like I wasn't doing my job well because I wasn't getting the things done that I should have been getting done or that I chose not to delegate. Right. Is what the truth of that was. Like, I need to keep that. That's mine. I need to keep it. It's hard. When you have a personality that you think you're going to do it all better than everybody, it's hard to let go of it. But you sometimes, you just got to let it go and hope for the best. Okay. So <laughs> we've given them a lot of stuff. Yeah. Probably too much. Right. But let's close it with this. And you tell me the best way you think to do this. To... Do a team evaluation and a feedback. Is there multiple ways? Is it hire you? And this is not a commercial for you. Is it everybody sit in a corner and just let's get it all out? Mm-hmm. Is it 
individual reviews, what is the best way to figure? And I think that going through these questions is going to help you bring something to the table. I'm shocked that so few doctors evaluate their team on a quarterly basis. Shocking to me. And maybe once a year they come to you and say, hey, I'm going to give you a dollar raise and here's why. But you have to evaluate your team. And there's, I have forms for that. We have forms for that. You fill it out. The CA fills it out. Doctor fills it out. CA fills it out. You rate yourself, and then you com- compare. Oh, doc, you think I'm a two? I think I'm a five on that. I gave myself a high five on that. You think I'm only a two? Can- Let's talk about that. So that would be – that identifies those blind spots, uh, right, yes. and those weaknesses that we right. didn't even know we had. So they, it has to be written. It has to be something that is compared. Um you're writing your strengths, your doctor's writing your strengths, you're writing your weaknesses, your doctor's writing your weaknesses, and and you, I believe that should be done individually. You don't want to air it all out in the front of the whole team. I mean, you can do a team meeting or a team retreat where you would talk about things like that, but that has to be, if you're going to improve, you got to know what you're going to need to improve on. It's just, it's just that simple. Am I doing a good job, Doc? You never tell me I'm doing a good job. I don't know if I am, right? And this way that that makes it more, you know, it holds each other accountable to the, it. The roadmap to blind spot, Phil? Is it? <laughs> yeah, right. The roadmap to blind spots, Phil. I think that's what we might, <laughs> might call this uh, this one this yeah, week. So that's a good one. Okay. Well, I'll see you soon. And um, good stuff. And um, and uh, we'll be back here in... next month. Yep. Okay. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Chiropractic Assistance for Life podcast with Dr. Lance and Lori Morgan, where you get the strategies and tools to build the team of your dreams.